It's where you go to bike, hike, and stroll miles of pathways over more than 7,000 acres of parkland. A place to go explore rivers and fish their bountiful waters. Natural places to go marvel at magnificent wildlife while you play outdoors and go wander charming communities. Find all this and more at Destination Downriver. Give it a go. Today's podcast is presented by MarketInsights.us with the podcast on YouTube produced by the City of Taylor's Media Center. Thank you for the generous support of our community sponsor. When your destination is beyond Downriver, let Martinson Family of Funeral Homes help you and your family. With locations in Trenton, Allen Park, Maybe, Rockwood, and Monroe, their staff is available 24-7 at 734-671-5400. For more information, visit martinson.com. Thank you to our team sponsor, Allegra Marketing Print and Design. Let Allegra assist you with your print, mail, design, and signs. Located in Wyandotte and call 734-288-8994. Hi, I'm Carl Zymack and this is Destination Downriver. Today, we're going to discuss how we're changing the narrative about the Downriver region. The idea is to tell stories that aren't usually told while erasing urban myths about our area. Downriver isn't a punchline. It isn't a vast wasteland. Over the past several decades, what was has changed to what is, or in some cases, what's possible. Great storytelling taps into our emotions and inspires a sense of discovery. Stories can take us to places we've never seen. They can shift perceptions. How are we doing that? Through the Midwest's Masters of Destination Storytelling, under the Radar, Michigan. This Emmy-winning PBS show has masterfully presented the heart and soul of travel, where people go, the places that they love. UTR has inspired millions of viewers to get up, go out, and discover right here in their own backyard. Destination Downriver first partnered with Under the Radar, Michigan in 2021. They've spent countless hours since then telling real stories about good people in great downriver places. Around the corner, we'll be joined by Southern Wayne County Chamber of Commerce CEO Ron Heinrich, along with Tom Dalden and Jim Edelman of Under the Radar, Michigan. Don't go away because you don't want to miss this. Back with Destination Downriver, our honored guest and Ron Heinrich and Ron, why don't you take over and give a little in-depth feel to these two guys? Sure, thanks, Carl. <laughs> you know, I, I'm running a risk here because uh, you guys have really become good friends yeah. of me. Oh, and you, yes. I, okay. I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but you know, I guess I'll set that aside for a moment. <laughs> of the entire Downriver region. Uh, it's been, I think, since 2021, maybe, uh, is yeah. when we officially yeah. launched our partnership. We're now in the second year of our three-year partnership. And we think that's probably gonna be extended uh, you know, further on. But let me actually do an official introduction of the masterminds behind PBS's 10-time Emmy Award-winning smash hit, hit <laughs> smash hit Emmy Award-winning television series, Under the Radar, Michigan. So we have with us Tom Dalden, who is the uh, host extraordinaire, and uh, Jim Edelman, who is the producer and- Extraordinaire. 
mastermind oh. behind uh, PBS's <laughs> Under the Radar Michigan, the puppet master. So let's begin with Tom Dalton. Yep. Tom Dalton is an, is an Emmy award-winning producer, actor, and writer who has created programs that have aired across Michigan and around the United States on PBS. Tom has also won several Best Actor awards in both commercial television and industrial films. He's a lifelong Michigan resident who grew up in Birmingham, beautiful town, and uh, was a video producer working for the auto industry and avid fan of traveling. And I think we're gonna hear more probably about your music career and a lot of the other things that you did. I just you know, saw some photographs go by behind <laughs> you that I should probably explain before people leave the room. <laughs> yeah, I would think so, because we all wanna know what the hair is all about, yeah, you know? Well. So, uh, and then Jim Edelman, you know, my, uh, Awesome friend who uh, we actually had the opportunity to sit out on a golf course uh, for several hours and get to know each other. Not playing, and that's that's another sitting. story. You we won't sat. talk about that on camera. <laughs> we just sat, just sat for eight hours. Or something? We talked a lot. <laughs> and, and we'll keep that off, no, for, it was all you know, off stuff. camera for a side all conversation, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. So anyways, so Jim Edelman's path to television came via radio as a talk show producer, promotion and sales manager, Jim attended many colleges, but learned many colleges is underscored, by the way. It is, I wrote that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Jim, you learned more working for the Detroit Pistons uh, as, a, as a ski instructor, not for the Detroit Pistons. No, no, I didn't teach yeah. yeah. Oh, they all uh, break their ankles. That been uh. <laughs> so Jim, you are a cycle. You're a cycle racing producer, yeah. a tomato picker. Yeah, that was the huh? worst job I've ever had. My mom got me that one. <laughs> <laughs> and a baker's assistant. All these experience that you draw upon while producing under the radar episodes. They're all skills. Pretty fascinating. Yeah, the tomato picking comes in handy every day. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Okay, guys. Now we've officially made our introductions of who you are so people know who we're talking to, which is a great thing to do. But we're talking today about the smash hit TV series Under the Radar Michigan. Mm -hmm. And so let's start off by telling us a little bit about what Under the Radar at Michigan is, how you guys started it, what the concept was behind it. And then we're gonna jump into today, how we're working with Destination Downriver to promote this region throughout the entire Midwest region of the US. So well, well, basically, basically the show is uh, just about the cool people, places and things mm -hmm. in Michigan. Our job is to tell the whole world why Downriver and why Michigan, uh, so many communities are the greatest places in the world to live, work, play, uh, raise a family, own a business. Um, so the show on the surface looks like a travel show, but it's really mm -hmm. a show that talks to small business owners and asks them why they love what they do and why they live where they live. Yeah, I, I would say that when we started, there was really not much good news about yeah. cities, towns, and neighborhoods. Right. Um, you know the daily newspapers the evening news their mission is if it you know bleeds it leads because that drives ratings well, um, on our show if it bleeds we go get a band-aid right? <laughs> or a barbecue <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, we, yeah so I, I think the idea there was and it really I don't think it was that well thought out but we knew that these were stories that drove people to explore at their at their root and, and I think that's really what it really became. Mm -hmm. yeah. Every, everybody has a story to tell, right? And yeah. Often yeah. the story is really interesting. Yeah. Correct. Well, yeah. It's yeah. how how yeah. someone's business got started, how the whole family chipped in. Um, the Detroit Salsa Company is a perfect mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. Seventh grade school project. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, come on. Oh, the Hungarian Rhapsody restaurant that we just filmed at. That, that, was, um, that was Our newest episode. I mean, the story, the fact that, um, that uh, Darlene went to, she actually went to Hungary on a, on a class trip yeah. and met um, her husband and right. met, yeah, met him there. And then they end up 45 years later, they own a restaurant here. Yeah. It's just amazing. It is amazing. And so when, when you think about the popularity of, and success of your show, which you now have, I believe, 10 Emmy Awards uh, yeah. that are stored under the stairs and my stairs and boxes, yeah. yeah, in boxes, which is great. You know, again, where am I going to put them? <laughs> where are you going to put them all? I know. But why do you think your show has been so successful, and what what makes Michigan so special? We could have had it under the radar Ohio. We could have had it under the radar Texas, for example. Yeah. Right, why right. is under the radar Michigan so successful? I think it's just because it's genuine discovery. It's mm -hmm. a, it's one of the true only real reality TV shows on the air. Mm -hmm. um, we're not smart enough to lie, so it's it's real. We we just it's just it's not the slickest show you'll ever see, mm -hmm. but it's genuine, sincere discovery, and it's all great great people doing great things. Yeah. So, I mean, I would throw on there that Ohio does need an under the radar Ohio, Texas. Every state yeah. needs a show like this. We're not the ones to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think there's there's there are so many good stories, no matter where you live, and you can find that pride in where you live. Uh, and and that can be a great story. So I really think, that, you know, there's got to be someone with a can like the knowledge that we have. I mean, we yeah. really can't be the only ones that are capable of figuring this thing out. So you, no, no. So we're, we're we're talking to you today out there in camera world. Yeah, somebody yeah. might have the passion to do another show like well, this. Well, when we yeah. spoke yeah. on Saturday night up in Hale, uh, Michigan, mm -hmm. some woman asked us, you know, how can I get this going? And we're like, mm -hmm. we don't know. Mm -hmm. we're, you know, it was complete dumb luck for us. It yeah. was, mm -hmm. But it was, we wear a lot of different hats. Mm -hmm. If Tom needed a writer and a producer and a, a handler to do the things he does, we couldn't fund the show. Yeah, we we've just we just have a very powerful work ethic, and we're both mm -hmm. multi-dimensional people, so we do a lot of everything. It's okay. like. People will, will say to me, you know, how big's your staff? How many writers do you have? Who's your producer? He said, that's me. I, we, I do all that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, we, like Jim said, we both wear a lot of hats. Um, and we, all the time people say, how can I do what you do? It's not easy. And mm -hmm. actually finding the funding to do what we do is the hard, hard, hard work. And yeah. Jim knows that better than yeah. anybody. Yeah, without money, yeah. this is, it's every, not possible. There's yeah. hundreds probably of ideas that are better than ours. Find Thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we're, and we're in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk about the partnership that we have with Under the Radar Michigan here in the Down River region. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do that, we kind of dive more into you guys specifically. Yeah. And just for our viewers who are watching us today, what you see on camera is what you get in person. You guys are truly genuine and yeah. funny guys. I mean, both on camera, as I mentioned, and off camera. So I look this chubby <laughs> to you as I do to me on the camera. Oh, right. No, the biggest yeah. compliment God. I get is after I'll do, I don't call them interviews because mm -hmm. that's too serious. We have conversations with people. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest compliment I get is they say, thanks for not changing. And I say, what do you mean? They go, we didn't turn into TV guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, because I'm not a TV guy. I'm just a regular guy. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we just, we, we, we're not pretentious, we have fun, we're sincere. Mm -hmm. um, I know people are uncomfortable being in front of a camera because I am. Sure. So I take yeah. great care to make sure that they are comfortable when we do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's. I would say our lack of training 
is probably our biggest yeah. uh, asset. It's your asset. Because yeah. we don't know how it's done, mm -hmm. so we did it the way we think it should be done. Yeah. So when you go ahead, Carl. I was going to say, is there a secret to breaking down the person that you're talking to? I mean, do you, well, do you I, have like a, is there ingredients to that? Well, I used to try and do the Oprah method where you'd go in knowing absolutely nothing so it'd all be mm -hmm. genuine discovery. Mm -hmm. And I realized very quickly that that doesn't work because a lot of people, like I said earlier, are a little bit nervous on mm -hmm. camera. Mm -hmm. So my job is to know as much about them as possible so mm -hmm. if they get stuck, or they, you know what I mean? If they mm -hmm. if they get in a place where they're not comfortable, yeah. I know where to take them. Mm -hmm. And you so, guys do such a great job with that. I know that the last two episodes that we have filmed with you guys over the past two years, um, we have had some business owners that, that came into this very nervous. But yeah. afterwards, they say, oh my gosh, Ron, that was so comfortable uh, yeah. you know, of an experience because they truly made me feel comfortable on camera. I felt like a camera wasn't in the room. Well, my job is to know as much as I possibly can about mm -hmm. them so I can help them mm -hmm. tell their story yeah. mm -hmm. without yeah. me telling it. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. just I want to make them comfortable because, yeah, to sit there with lights and five cameras around you and a whole room full of people staring at you, okay, now have a natural conversation. Mm -hmm. That's not easy. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a testament to your abilities to like, we'll watch from our side of the camera. And when you say you guys have a great conversation, it's one guy having a great well. conversation. So, but <laughs> You're a big I mean, part we, all, of it, Jim. we all do make people feel comfortable because yep. you know we are natural. But mm -hmm. what I'll notice from my side is when Tom starts, you don't even know he started. Mm -hmm. There have been times when I can see it in the guest's face. Mm -hmm. They're like, when they realize, oh, we're going. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't yeah, see it's that. It's very interesting to say that because I notice that every single time that I've been a part of the filming, yeah. you yeah. don't even know that you're filming. Yeah, yeah. you just you just yep. ease into it mm -hmm. because, like I said, I'm not comfortable in front of a camera. But it's yeah. it's so I and I so I know how they feel. Yep. So you just yep. sort of ease into a conversation and ease out of yeah. it, and yeah. that's when the that's when the magic happens. So, so. you. Um, sorry for hogging this whole conversation. No, you go ahead. This go ahead. Is, I'm having a lot of fun with this. <laughs> um, you guys have, you, you, Jim, you said a moment ago that your lack of training is your greatest asset. However, you guys have a pretty lengthy uh, you know, history of being in radio, music, and show business. And maybe for a moment we can dive into some of that and look at even, you guys going to be maybe mm -hmm. caught off guard and fall off your chairs here, but we have some photos right. from your past. <laughs> and uh, and by the way, everyone out there, Tom has always had that mustache. Yeah. The hair was a little yeah. bit longer. I, I shaved it off once in my mid-20s, and even my own, my, my own mother said, ooh, you know, you should grow that back. Nobody I, said I looked better. I no. photoshopped it off, and I was like, grow back, grow back. <laughs> undo, undo. No one said I looked better. Everybody's just like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we've... Go ahead, Jim. Well, I was going to slip that that idea that our lack of training in this specific field, okay. but it's definitely the fact that we were uh, collectors of jobs in mm -hmm. our careers. Door maker, doorman. Um, you know, and that makes the perfect TV host and producer, Well, it right? does. I, I think so because <laughs> we know all the things that we need to do to get this job done. Yep. If I couldn't sell, I don't get to hold the camera. Mm -hmm. You know, that that is my first job. First job, host. Mm -hmm. First job, sales guy. Right, mm -hmm. right. And, I, and you're right. I, I had experience. I mean, I used to produce and direct car commercials for the big three auto company. I fly around the world shooting the new Ford or GM, whatever. Yep. These are million dollar a day shoots. Mm -hmm. I'm executive producer, so mm -hmm. I have to handle hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. So I did get used to the production world, but as far as being on camera, and yep. but I knew how to do a budget. I knew how to do a, a, a production schedule. I knew how to do all that stuff. 
-hmm. but to write dialogue and to be on camera, I had mm -hmm. to sort of, you know, right. put yeah. my head in a different spot. Since you're the sales guy, is it hard to sell this show? Oh, oh my God, God, no. No, this is, when you believe in something, that's mm -hmm. the easiest thing to say. Right. Okay. Um, and I think, it of all the success I've had selling, mm -hmm. this is the thing that is, it's, it's closest to me because I can explain every inch of what we do and how it relates to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, bringing people to a city. Or, what was the hardest thing you had to sell before? Oh, uh, radio. Okay. I mean, that's because you're that selling air. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, like yeah. I have some air. Literally, yeah. I, I mean, the problem with that is that you're doing great during high ratings time, you're doing bad during low ratings time. So don't sell the ratings. Mm -hmm. Sell what the station represents. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I, it was a great career. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it. It led me to meet the people that could give us that first round of funding that we got. Yeah. Um, uh, without that, yeah, we would have been. Where did that come from? Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. Well, well Can we, you tell us that? Oh, of course. Yeah, well, quickly, we um, we were p playing in a band at the time, mm -hmm. uh, and I came out of rock. We actually both met at WRIF Radio, at Riff yeah. Radio, yeah. Um, and became instantly became friends, because we both, I love Jimmy, he's got, he's got tons of mental energy, all positive energy. We're both, he's, his sense of humor is brilliant, he's creative, he's... Yeah. Um, Tom's good too. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. so we hit it off, we hit it off immediately, um, and became very, very good friends. Um, so yeah, I was like I said, I was producing car commercials at the time, but the economy crashed, mm. and I lost like ninety percent of my income. And Jim was in. I was at Clear Channel here in mm -hmm. Detroit, and uh, on inauguration day '09, they let go uh, about seventy-five percent of us national sales managers, okay. uh, oh, and wow. a big chunk of, of local sales mm -hmm. and local sales managers. So we were in this band that we were going to see some pictures of. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> had that band not been in our lives at that moment, mm -hmm. I don't think I would have called Tom up and said, hey, let's go to lunch. I'm kind of... Yeah, what are we going to do with yeah. our lives? We've got families yeah. and mortgages. Right. So uh, I, previous to that, I tried to do a, a children's show called Bob's Job on PBS. Because mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine when I was in rock radio said, you know, you're wasting your time. You love kids, right? Because my, uh, my original life stream was to be a first grade teacher. I love, I could be an elementary teacher. I could be, spent all day in a room full of third graders. I'd be the happiest guy in the world. But I never did that. Mm -hmm. She goes, you love kids. You're kind of funny. You should do a kid show. So I did three these three kid shows for PBS in Detroit. Uh, they aired all three. I won Emmys for all three. They were going to make it a national show out of Detroit on PBS, but it died on the vine, and I couldn't. So Jim and I thought, why don't we go back to PBS and try and resurrect this children's show, Bob's Job? So we make a meeting. We go into PBS. We're sitting at this big boardroom, big oak board table. Uh, all these important P PBS people. Big Bird was there. Yeah, big Bird. Uh, big Bird was there. The huh? Count yeah. was there. Well, because it's counting. He, yeah. was, he was from a county. For budgetary reasons, <laughs> yeah. he was there. Supergirl was there, but not Grover. Because yeah, you never see them together. Very but, weird. So we threw out. We threw out. Look, we want to resurrect this children's show that Tom hosted. Yeah. Uh, but you, you guys loved it. You tried to make it a national show. What do you think? And literally, they're like, you know, we're not really looking for any more children's shows. What else you got? Let's give that look. Ready? And then what do you do? <laughs> we learned a we learned a very valuable we learned a very valuable lesson that day is always have a plan B. We had nothing. Yes, kids. Have a plan nothing. B. Okay. Right. Amazing. Yeah, you kids out there have a yeah. plan B. We had nothing. So we're literally yeah. kicking each other under the table. Like you say something, you say something. So we just blurted out, what about if we if we had this show about Michigan that told the world why it's the greatest place to live, work, play, mm -hmm. own a business, raise a family? Would you air that? And they said, We love that. 
if you can produce it yourself, pay for it yourself, and donate money to us, we'll air it for you. So we're like, oh my God, yes, yes what? So, so the fun, getting to the funding part, Jim knew some people at the Michigan State Housing Development Authority. Okay. Mishta. Mishta. So we thought, we'll go up there and have a practice meeting and just practice our presentation and see if they might know somebody who has funding for this show that doesn't exist yet at all. Mm. So I shot a little three-minute pilot, a little sizzle piece. Went up there, Jim did a brilliant, here we are in another boardroom, big oak table. Last time I had a suit on. Yeah, probably, yeah. Jim did this brilliant presentation. I open my little laptop and I show him a little three minute sizzle reel. Hi, I'm Tom Dalden, this is Under the Radar, it doesn't exist, it's nothing, but it could be if you had money, blah, blah, blah. So we did this little presentation and Gary Heidel, the head of Michigan, said, yeah, it's interesting. If we know of anybody that can find funding for you, we'll call you. So we leave. We get halfway home and Jim's cell phone rings. And it's Gary Heidel, the head of Mishta. He says, you know, we love the fact that your show changes people's perception of Michigan, because at that time we were all down in the state, which will change their reality, which will change all of our futures. We want to fund your program. That's amazing. It's our, it was a practice meeting. Practice it amazing. Meeting. Talk yeah. about luck, two lucky guys, right place, right time. Yeah. And we'll never stop realizing how lucky we are that that And all now. these years later, here we are. 13 years yeah. later, yeah. Yeah. under the radar. And yeah. that kind of... Uh, commitment to us from Mishta mm -hmm. um, is something that'll never go unacknowledged. Uh, we mm -hmm. still thank Gary every day. Yeah. We, we call him all the time. I mean, sure. he, call him, what do you eat yeah. for breakfast? Oh, and thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he saw the potential in nothing. We had nothing really. We had a little yeah. video I shot and right. an idea. And so, if you could just for a minute go into how did you establish your relationship with Dave Lorenz and the Pure Michigan campaign at Travel Michigan? We cut his lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do the windows. He cuts the lawn. Yeah. So we we courted Pure Michigan for quite a while because yeah. I'd mm -hmm. be stopped on the street. People say, "Hey, you're the Pure Michigan guy." I'm like, eh, "Not really, no." <laughs> but um, we courted them for what? Four years? Five years? Uh, yeah, right from the beginning it too. Took I mean, that long? well, yeah. because oh, yeah. it was there was some oh. different folks there that okay. you know had different uh, methodology to mm -hmm. what they wanted to promote and how they wanted to promote different it. philosophies. Mm -hmm. and yeah. didn't sure. really get what we were doing. But Dave, yeah. when Dave yeah. Lorenz came aboard. Yeah. He was a big fan of the show, mm -hmm. and he saw the potential. And he saw that, oh my gosh, we should be working together. Yep. And he's become a dear, dear friend. Yeah. He's a wonderful guy. When we go with him to meetings, he sells us better than we do. He's it's, so I've he witnessed does, that. He's yeah. so yeah, you've seen that. Yeah. He, he's so enthusiastic yeah. about the show yeah. and loves what we do because he just see and he sees the. Mm -hmm. He's with us, and I'm stopped constantly. Mm -hmm. I mean, after 13 years, the saturation of the show has reached to the point where I can't buy ice cream at the grocery store because by the time I get out, it's melted <laughs> because everybody is so excited to say, oh, if they want to share their discoveries and their gems about right. the state. So and and everybody's so nice. Yeah. And but I don't mind being. And he is a great guy. Oh, Dave Lorenz is yeah, is salt of the earth. Huge yeah. promoter of Michigan oh, and, yeah. and is Mr. Michigan himself. Oh, yeah, I call him the hardest yeah. working man in the Michigan and, business. Yeah. And so um, I, obviously, I think this is a good time for us to go into our partnership in Down River. But I do want to acknowledge that we have been showing some images on the screen of your musical history. Oh yeah. And I got a good story though. My brothers, when I was too young to go to the Grandy Ballroom, they <laughs> snuck me in in the back and I saw Joe Cocker open for The Who when they were premiering Tommy in the United States at the Grandy Ballroom. And I remember saying to my brother when I, about Joe Cocker, this guy's a weirdo. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell us, what band were you in that? Free beer. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. I was in a band three beer. I was in a. He thinks that's a joke. <laughs> I know. That's what he was saying. No, please tell me more. You see that look he gave you? I was in a band called Domino. We opened for Bob Seger at Pine Knob. We opened for mm-hmm. Bob Seger, Ashford and Simpson, um, Joe Jackson at Pine Knob. Mm-hmm. Um, we opened for. Um, New Kids on the Block, or was it? Uh, no, no, um, it was. Uh, we opened. So what I, kids group was it? Um, oh, Ashford. Oh, it was uh, New Edition. New Edition. New Edition. Yeah. We, so I played Pine Knob a bunch of times. So Are you I'm, old I'm, enough to understand? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm probably older than all of you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know Bob Seger. You know yeah. Joe Jackson is, don't you? Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going to awkwardly, we're going to move on from this awkward moment. Okay. This is a perfect moment. Okay, yeah. I was in Led Zeppelin. Destination Down River. Okay. I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We're here for Destination uh, yeah. Down River. So, well, anyways. As are we, and I have, to be, I have to tell you that before we started, I always tell people, it took me, I had to get a TV show mm-hmm. before yeah. we realized how amazing the Downriver area is. I had, I mean, for me, it used to just be, we, you just drive down I-75, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was some strip malls and some factories. I had yeah. no idea mm-hmm. the rich culture, beauty, and the mm-hmm. nature, and the restaurants, and the shopping, and the people, and I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So selling downriver right. is not any more difficult than selling the rest of Michigan, is it? Well, not anymore. No, not anymore. Oh, it's no. a lot easier. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I think one of the things about it is you have to strip away the years of it being the butt of too many jokes. Yeah. Right. And that was the thing. When I was in media, mm-hmm. you never saw salespeople come down here mm-hmm. to try to bring any sort of you know awareness right. to this. And... and uh, it, it is a place that needs light shown on it. And that's mm-hmm. where, you know, when mm-hmm. we started talking to, to Ron at the policy conference and yeah, it's I think when we first met yeah. up, um, yeah. it was this kind of like light bulb moment of if we did something on a, on a you know, prolonged basis of storytelling, mm-hmm. um, how can we highlight yeah. these mm-hmm. kind of stories? We mm-hmm. do a lot of public speaking mm-hmm. and people ask all the time, what's the biggest surprise you guys have run into on the show? And I always say, Downriver, I had no idea, mm-hmm. no idea, because I just never looked. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like I said, I had to get a TV show to come down here and look and go, oh my gosh. Well, it's interesting. You know, I've spent I spent probably almost forty years working down here, and the 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 juxtaposition yeah. of people who won't get past the Rouge Plant and Del Rey, yeah. and they just look and say, oh, this is an industrial wasteland. And then because the, that's what they see from I seventy five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And then down here, yeah. it's almost this persecution complex of yeah. nobody likes us, mm-hmm. and they always make fun of us. But you've really peeled back layers and layers oh. on your show. Oh, yeah, yeah you know. the, just the mm-hmm. newest show that's just out right now that we did mm-hmm. on this area. I mean, four metro parks mm-hmm. yep. that mm-hmm. cascade across the entire region mm-hmm. and end up on Lake Erie mm-hmm. and the views of the lake with oh, the yeah. freighters going by. Yeah. I mean, who's, who else has four metro parks? You know, the way yeah. you describe that, we don't even have to be there. I know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> the yeah. cascade. Yeah. Yeah. No, it <laughs> is. I was like, that's a big word there. <laughs> it is, it's beautiful. Yeah. And the only truly authentic Hungarian restaurant mm-hmm. that, I mean in Michigan yeah. you yeah. walk in Hungarian there you swear you're in Hungary <laughs> yeah. I started speaking Hungarian remember oh, yeah. when I was there yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah. And, uh, well let's talk about the international uh, refuge wildlife, wildlife mm-hmm. refuge yeah. mm-hmm. that is a crazy with the way John kind of describes it would we because our first time we interviewed was John Herdog mm-hmm. um, and that was when it was just a it was just a field yeah. you know with a gravel driveway that was how early on we stumbled on that place mm-hmm. but when you think about the fact that every drop of water that comes out of Superior, Huron, and some of Michigan, because I'm sure some of it goes mm-hmm. south, but regardless, um, that is an amazing 
wildlife preserve. I put a, me- really I put a message in a bottle yeah. in Lake Superior. They, they tell me it's going to be 89 years before it gets down. Yeah. Well, I'm going yeah. to stick around for that. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, the nature center there yeah. is oh. world class. And well, we, st- we talk about it all the time. It was a former paint. Uh, plant and right. breaks. Um, so yeah. two of the most poisonous right. things. And so break. to see what it is today, it's actually a lot of people describe it as what you would have seen or what Cadillac would have seen right. as he came up the Detroit River yeah. originally. Yeah. You know how, how many hundreds oh, of years ago? The view from the back yeah. of the Nature Center mm-hmm. is yeah. you'd swear you're in the UP. I mean yeah. that kind of exactly. natural beauty, and people yeah. think they because they yeah. they haven't looked. Right. Like I said, we had to get a TV yeah. show to come in and look, and it's just yeah. amazing. Well, that's the the unique thing about what you know our region downriver is that we have a lot of we do have urban settings there's you know hip uh, downtowns yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a lot yeah. of unique retail shops and restaurants I mean look at downtown Wyandotte mm-hmm. and downtown Trenton's getting ready to boom here mm-hmm. we have a lot of great activity mm-hmm. uh, in the city of Taylor and Allen Park Plus you got but so then you many... also have the wildlife refuge and then you know the natural attractions and you've got so many towns yeah. that are in such close proximity to each other you can mm-hmm. be you can do town hopping right. little down Absolutely. and visit the downtowns yeah. visit the restaurants and the shops yeah um, yeah. Well, I mean, so see, you guys have done more than a few shows, you know, about yeah. downriver. Obviously, you've done two now with Destination Downriver. Yeah, but before that, we were, we were still down. Season there. one. Season one, yeah. we featured Wyandotte. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you have a long relationship with Jeremy, who's oh, Jeremy. the yeah. owner of Joe's go. Hamburgers in downtown yeah. Wyandotte. I think he's he been on the sh- he's been on the show like four times. <laughs> I think more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that have he's to do with our eating you. schedules or what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we first featured him, he was just this young guy that had a little restaurant and a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now he's got two kids in yep. school, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's married. He's I mean, it's it's just we. He's become a close friend. Yeah. So many people we have on the show become close friends. Mm-hmm. We follow their families mm-hmm. and their kids, and we check in with them. And it's, yeah. yeah so. so tell us, um, thinking about all these years, going back to season one, uh, do you have some a maybe a memorable moment that always comes to mind when you think of Downriver over the past several years you've been oh, filming? Wow. I mean, I'll go with the refuge. While you're thinking of yours, mm-hmm. I'll go with the refuge because learning its past and what it looks like then and now. Um, Seeing it change in 13 years. Um, Because even when we did the, um, what was the tall ship we did out of Elizabeth Park a couple seasons? um, Oh, it's that ship. ship, Yeah, the uh, educational experience. So even even when that happened Mm -hmm. in in season 12, the, the, the center, the wildlife center, mm-hmm. wasn't open yet mm-hmm. no. at, the, yeah, yeah. at the refuge. No. So seeing that over 13 years, um, that's my biggest surprise for down here. My biggest culinary surprise is I had the best <laughs> pie I've ever had in my life. That was a crazy good pie. At Kate's Kitchen. Oh, I was ready to say Kate's oh Kitchen. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you always hear about it. Because you go, it looks like this unassuming little mm-hmm. diner, and you go mm-hmm. in there and Talk about heart and soul, mm-hmm. the staff and uh, Catherine, the owner. Oh my gosh, yep. they're just yeah. wonderful. They're salt of the earth people. Mm-hmm. And when you hear how good their pies are, just like, yeah, right, we hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you go in the back and you watch them using lard and making real, I mean, it's all real made by crust. hand, real stuff. And then I took that pie home and my wife is like, she's like, can you, I can't go today. She's like, you're gonna be down there, aren't you? Can you get, bring another pie? It was that, the best pie. I've ever had. You know, when I came down here in 79, November of 79, to hire in at the News Herald, mm-hmm. I must have heard Kate's Kitchen and Pies at least a dozen times 
until the you know yeah. 1980 turned over. Right. It, it's just one of those places. Yeah. It's the reason special. it ended up on our radar was because mm -hmm. when I was laid off oh, that's from right. radio, mm -hmm. I was coming down here to meet a friend who lived down here, and we okay. would go to Kate's Kitchen because mm -hmm. I could drive. It didn't matter how far. It was. Yeah, because so I said to Jim in the parking lot when we were filming down there, I said, "Who told us about this place? This place is awesome." Jim goes. I did. I'm like, oh, you did? We sometimes find ideas for the show. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But no, that was like, we were just driving down here for breakfast every, you know, three or four weeks. And, mm -hmm. and it is, what I love about that place, their staff, you could sit them at every seat in that, in that restaurant mm -hmm. and you'd still have people not in seats. It is a huge staff for mm -hmm. a restaurant like that. You've got yeah. the biscuit lady, who's the pie lady, but then there's the other, the, the Oh, the guy that comes lady. in and makes the, he makes the pudding every mm -hmm. night. It's yeah. just like, and it's all handmade. Uh, Calder Dairy, what yes. a historic story. I mean, yep. Bill Calder gets out of the Air Force, you know, uh, right after World War II, takes his little bonus check he gets, buys an old paint truck, reconverts it, starts delivering milk, and now it's this, now they still deliver milk. You know, it's like, I don't, where do they put it? They don't have milk shoots anymore anyway. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it's just great. Like, and then their farm down there we went to, yeah. it's just. Yeah. And so these are all locations that are being featured on a show that's premiering on May 25th, which is, well, by time this yes. is aired, mm -hmm. it's going to be right. post-May 25th. You right. loved it. Trust us. Yeah, you, you guys it, you you love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's in yeah. rotation. It'll be in but rotation. it's in rotation, yeah. and you can, I'm sure you can see it on YouTube. Online. Correct. I know you guys post it. So this is a good opportunity, I think, right now, Carl. Mm -hmm. Why don't we take a look at the uh, <laughs> teaser, the promo, oh, for yeah. this year's show? Sure. I've been around the world, but there's one place I keep coming back to. On this awesome episode of UTR, our destination is downriver for a delightful dairy, Kate's Cool Kitchen, and a plethora of parks. Heck, we'll even have some heartfelt homemade Hungarian and get down and lounge UTR style. This isn't under the radar, you just gotta see. Okay, so we're talking about some of the mem mem memorable moments that you guys have had in Downriver, but Jim, I understand that you compiled a really great video that showcases some of the comments that we've received yeah. over the past you know, couple of uh, shows. Well, they're, they're, they're quotes that I pulled from past episodes mm -hmm. that we did on the Downriver area. Um, those strung out with some images from the show. Um, so it's just kind of a fun little uh, rundown of that and you know, kind of makes you think how these businesses have reacted to, to creating their business here. Sounds pretty exciting. Why don't we take a look Sounds at that? Good. Yeah. All right, absolutely. here we go. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. What do you love yeah. about this whole area? It's community. You know, the whole Downriver area is a big group of cities that feels like one big city. Things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. Now, how has the community sort of embraced you? Um, the community is great. I truly don't believe if we weren't here in Downriver, we wouldn't have boomed into what we are today. Everybody Downriver really wants to see you succeed rather than fighting to see who can get to the top. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. We're here in Flat Rock at Hurok Park, and it's uh, the start of the Downriver Link Greenways and the start of a 25-mile trail going all the way up through uh, River Rouge and into the city of Detroit. 
We have over 100 miles of trails. Um, 25 mile of, miles of it is going to be connected all together, and then there's spurs here and there off into the different cities. What do you love about Wyandotte? What's not to love about Wyandotte? Okay, good answer. Right? I mean, are you kidding me? You don't have to leave this town. Yeah. We've got restaurants, banks, ice rinks, parks. My girlfriend. <laughs> Your girlfriend. That's another reason to stay. Right now, we're in the city of Trenton, Michigan, at the lower end of the Detroit River. And uh, we're in this incredible connecting channel that all the upper Great Lakes, all the water from Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, flow through this river, go down to the lower lakes. The life I love is making music with my friends. So, gentlemen, how does how does social media play into what you're doing? Because I know you've been more, much more active on that. Wow, I mean, it's our social media has become almost as powerful as the show. Um, yeah, I think what that allows us to do, the show we have one show a month. Yeah. So, you know, we get one show a year with what we're doing together. Yeah. Um, this gives us time to talk about things in between all that. So our uh, lunchtime vacations we do from down here, those are great. We go live from somewhere and we yeah. just suddenly learn something more in the UTR style. Yeah, because people are looking to us every day mm -hmm. for ideas on places to eat, mm -hmm. stay, play, you know, hike, whatever. So yet for them to have to wait for another show to come around, so it's constantly there, especially, especially on Facebook. Oh, I mean, it's great from even just the stupid little things we do. Every time we go to the UP, we fire up the camera and we go over the bridge. And yep. it's just is something that that I, th I hope people are looking forward yeah. to seeing. Mm -hmm. I, I am I'm I'm putting a lot of you know effort into that. We sure love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. well yeah. recently you guys just did a lunchtime vacation uh, from Francesca's brick oven pizzeria right. oh on Telegraph Road in in uh, Brownstown. Yes. And How far yeah. is that from here? Uh, not very far. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, that's all like, I need we'll to head know. down there right yeah. after this. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What 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 do you think about that experience? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, apparently you were, you know, enjoyed it. Amazing, <laughs> real. Uh, it's It's. I mean, that's real pizza. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It, it, their story yeah. is great. You know, I just I love the fact they they met up. He thought he was making pizza that was authentic. Mm -hmm. Then he meets his you know soon to be wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she introduces them to what is, you know, real Neapolitan style yes. pizza. And, yeah. and then, yeah. Then well, and the brick oven itself came oh, from that region in Italy. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's incredible. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So let's go into the final, our final segment, I think, mm -hmm. of today's uh, program. Um, and focusing on the Destination Downriver uh, campaign, uh, one of the things that we heavily focus on is the whole daycation concept. And I think that that's a big part of our partnership with Under the Radar Michigan is promoting, you know, daycations here in the Downriver region. Right. Um, so tell us, how does the show fit into that, um, you know, concept, uh, and, and how, you know, how could other regions perhaps partner with you guys even um, to help promote daycations? Because it's had a tremendous value for us, you know, and had a big impact for us here locally in Downriver. Well, yeah. <clears throat> the great thing about Downriver is, it's, I mean, 80% of the population is in this area. Right? Yeah. And you've got so many cool 
funky, awesome communities and downtowns within close proximity of each mm -hmm. other. So, yeah, I mean, my wife and I always try to just, we'll just on a weekend go, we'll just pick a little town and we'll go. And we'll shop and go to a restaurant and just to discover a new area. So this is a great region for that because there's so much here that's close by. Right. You know, so. Well, and we just wrapped up the second annual Tour de Tom, or as Tom calls it, the Tour de Me. Um, and that is a, a great little bike ride. It's, you know, it, last year I think it was 12 miles. This year it was 15 miles. Yep. I like it. You're, you're getting a little bit more exercise out of me. Sure. Um, but what's wonderful about it is it's not a tour of like a cycling, you know, park. Mm -hmm. This is a tour of a city mm -hmm. and it, it gets you acquainted with, so last year we did Flat Rock, this yeah. year we took off from Trenton. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that maybe shows you, if you're, if you're a rider, the trails, the system that's going in for the trails is going to be spectacular. And plus when we do these, um, you know, lunchtime vacations or vacation mm -hmm. videos, they're shared and reshared and reshared, and, yeah. and it's sometimes it's amazing how many people end up seeing them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just yeah, it's a quick, fun, fast way for us to stay in touch with our audience and yeah. keep feeding them more great things to do. Yeah, it's amazing to think. Um, you know, one of the special things I think about our state is that you can take a day off from work and go have a day vacation somewhere. You know, in Downriver or anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to plan that. You know, week, two weeks. You know, you got to take two days to get there, right. two days to get back. Um, Gotta find a hotel. Yeah, and a lot of people are really truly experiencing the whole daycation concept, and it's it's providing a lot of value. I think uh, you know to the quality of life that we're seeing now uh, in today's you know modern America. I yeah. tell people all the time, yeah. don't just keep going to the same park, the mm -hmm. same um, you know mm -hmm. restaurants, the same sh downtown to shop. Go go new places. Yeah, you yeah. know, make it an experience. It's yeah. something you can talk about, and then mm -hmm. you have stories to tell. And you have yeah. so yeah, we do that all the time. Absolutely, yeah. um, Carl. Before you wrap us up, how, how do we? How can we learn more about the show if we haven't heard of you guys before? Oh gosh, well if you haven't heard of us before, then forget it. No, yeah, uh, where have no. you been? <laughs> uh, our Facebook page um, is a great way to stay in touch with us on a regular basis. Our fa our um, website is great. UTRMichigan.com. Um, our Twitter uh, page, we you know we do some things there. We have an Instagram page. Um, our YouTube channel has ton has everything we've done. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, a lot of downriver content. Uh, yeah. Tons yeah. Of yeah. downriver, yeah. and we're working on yeah. sorting that out in a, in a way that's a little bit easier to parse. Because yeah. when you get up to thirteen seasons and mm -hmm. eight hundred stories. Yeah. It's just right. like, and like <laughs> we even get lost in there sometimes. Yeah. Tom will say, I can't find the such and such. 20 seconds later, I send it to him. But it's all because we have different relationships with the way Google presents yeah. information to us. And we should yep. say if people have um, ideas for places for us to visit, downriver or anywhere, uh, just go to visit at utrmichigan.com. And we get tons of emails every day yeah. from oh, people. Sure. So. Yeah. This, this conversation screams one question, though. Yeah. Did you ever think of just one time a year taking off around like the United States? Just define, leaving, Michi leaving Michigan? Yeah. Just out there? define not a period of time and you do the, your version of, you know, National Lampoon's vacation. Or yeah. Something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then we get there and it's closed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we do. The, we do enough. We spend so much time in the car in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, we're always. But it's never too far if you're having fun in the car. Um, so yeah, we've. Uh, 
Yeah, plus I'm not allowed to leave Michigan. People see me at the airport, they're like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> angry. Yeah, you're, you can't leave Michigan. You're, you're the Michigan guy. <laughs> so. it's, it's funny when people see us together and we're not filming. They're like, oh, you guys do hang out together. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's... Uh, right. yeah. Or they'll see me, they'll go, where's Jim? I go, he's in the car. Don't worry, I cracked the windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, gentlemen, you have been a pleasure, oh. Ron. It's been good again. Oh, it has been. Thanks, you know, Carl. So, so no pleasure. <laughs> no, pleasure no pleasure. Yeah. But yeah, at least so it's for, been good. Yeah, pleasure. <laughs> good. <laughs> so for Tom, Jim, Ron, I'm Carl Zimak. This has been another episode of Destination Downriver. We'll see you next month. Thank you again to our sponsors, Martinson Family of Funeral Homes and Allegra Marketing. With a special thanks to our production partners here at the new Taylor Media Center. Thanks for listening and watching. Please visit our website, destinationdownriver.com or our Facebook page and be sure to join us for next month's podcast. 